Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Feel that right there, George Sedano. Uh. Are, you, are you excited? Dude, you know I come in hot on Mondays. No, I know. Almost too hot. We need right. to like let you punch yourself out a little bit on Mondays. That's why I'm trying to come in today a little more chill. Okay. Because I'm really stoked, dude. So you're not going to ask people to show you your lightning bolts in Rancho Penasquitas? Nothing like that. Okay. I'm just curious. You I know, will ask, do you love Hamilton me, Loma Man- Linda? Mentioned. I mean, I'll ask that, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But listen. Yeah? You have slowly but surely... Come to the side of, hey, this Rams formula, this may work. Because let, let, let us take inventory here. And you weren't alone on this. I'm, not, I, I'm, put, I'm pinning you on this because you and I are the ones that talk every day. But you are not alone on this. On this very show, you are yeah. not alone on this. All right. Okay? All right. Go ahead. Let, take inventory. I like this. I like where right. you're going. So the Matthew Stafford acquisition, I mean, yeah. you were clearly down. I mean, you actually said it to his ear. Um, he was on the <laughs> phone with us. So... I, and, and I defended you that day. While I disagreed with you, I defended the fact that you did that because I'm like, all right, it's be- if you're going to talk that talk, it's, it's, I think it's fair to tell all, him this all is how I you did, feel. All yeah. I said to Matthew Stafford was this. Listen, man, when Tom Brady goes into the Tampa Bay locker room, he says to everybody, follow me. And everybody says, whatever you say, Tom. When Matthew Stafford walks into the Rams locker room, he doesn't say, hey, everybody, follow me because I've got the formula from Detroit. He joins a winning culture. That's what I said. Why, why should everybody just come in and follow? He's like, dude, I already answered the question. Okay, man, I got it. Our team sucked. I got he it. Did, he did kind of answer the question. He's like, I was good. They sucked. What can I tell you? Right. And he was right. He didn't, yeah. say, it that, he didn't say that bluntly, but no, that's what, nice. he, that's what he in, in implied. But right. he's a nice nonetheless, guy. nonetheless. And very likable. That was, that was the first thing. Mm-hmm. Then... Yeah. Seasons rolling, you know they were seven and one. You were kind of they beat your boyfriend Tom Brady, but you were like, eh, whatever. It's early. It's whatever. Yada yada. Right. <laughs> um, then yeah. they they hit a rough patch. Right. right? They're hitting this yeah. rough patch, mm-hmm. and not only are they hitting the rough patch. You you at that point you're like a vulture, okay, <laughs> flying around the carcass. At that point, you're going. Really? Ah! That's what you were doing. Okay, okay but I just want you to know, I see it or hear it more like this. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, if you want dun, to be a shark, dun, that's dun, fine, dun, too. Dun, dun, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I figured vulture, you know, I don't know, whatever. Well, your vulture was good, though, George. I got to ah! give you credit. Ah! Is that a yeah. sound effect, or is that really you? No, that's really me. That's good. That's going to ah! hurt your voice, doesn't it? No, I know how to do it where it doesn't hurt my voice. Wow. Um. So, anyway. Great vulture. So, the vulture, Scott Kaplan. Ah! So, nonetheless, you're circling. But then they add OBJ and Von Miller. Yep. And then you basically urinated on that, too. What? Okay? Urinated? You did. You Urination? Did. You really? did. Yes. Really? And that is, you don't have to dump that because that is the technical medical term right. of how to say that it. Is, that is actual, 
like real physiological medical doctor kind of language right there. Urine. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So you did that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a vulture. But, 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 but ah! let me explain. You but pooped just, on people, too. But, you pooped on the parade. No, no. Let me just say this, just yeah. so everybody's clear. Yeah. When Vaughn Miller came here, he was A, hurt, and B, had not been as productive. And, what right, you kind of inferred that he was washed. Well, what, what happened subsequently was he got healthy, and Vaughn Miller got back to being Vaughn Miller. Now, as okay. for OBJ. Okay, no, I, wait, 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 hold on. Yeah. Let me, I'll let you, I'll let you okay. do your thing. Just All give right. me a second. Right, so, right. you, you poo-pooed. Now, but you weren't alone on the yeah. OBJ. Mm-hmm. One Lindsey Fulton, producer of this show. Lindsey Baseball, and, shout out. And, and, and defender of all things Ohio, particularly oh, yeah. Cleveland, Ohio, oh, yeah. was not thrilled that no. one Odell Beckham Jr. was coming to the Rams Truth. because she didn't feel like his stint in Cleveland was uh, optimal, okay? It was suboptimal is the way we would describe it, and that's putting it nicely. That so you, nice. you finally had an ally on the show helping you, at least with Odell Beckham Jr. So now there was not just one vulture circling. Uh, there was uh, a vulture with a uh, – an occasional falcon coming I had, by. I had a companion with me. If me I and Lindsay Baseball. Really quick, we can get into it later, which we will. But I just want to say, yeah, I, I still think he's a me guy. That's all. Okay, fair enough. But then it was ah ah, well, and then it was ah, ah, like a different bird. Yeah, you know, different yeah. birds. Dude, yeah. this is this is a phenomenal, phenomenal piece of 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 sound effect from yeah. you, man. So anyway, yeah. the uh, different birds now circling, right, but, but, but Lindsay Odell. only circling over one carcass. Yeah, you're cir- circling over all three carcasses, uh-huh. all, or carcai, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if that's the plural of yeah. carcasses. Okay. Um, so anyway, yeah. And then I tell you, hey, yeah, relax. Up? There's a path here. Yeah. They're, they're just they're getting guys together, getting guys trying to figure it out. As you mentioned, one guy's hurt, the other guy's trying to figure out the system. You know, they're trying to make it all work. Then they start winning, and then. You pushed back on the formula and said, you can't go all in. This isn't going to work. You can't throw guys together. They're playing the easy part. Of the They're beating Jacksonville. Who cares about Jacksonville? Right. Yada, yada. You, right. you, you, you defamed the city of Jacksonville as defamed if it didn't them. belong on the earth. Wow. Um, you know, you, you besmirched the fine folks of Jacksonville. My goodness. And then, and then. Yeah. They keep winning. Slowly but surely, you started to turn because you started to see they're building momentum. They've won like five, six games in a row. That, but then they lost to the Niners at the that's end. That's right. You, you, that's it. Then all of a sudden, back to flapping your wings. I feel like I'm reading one of those books where you press the buttons and you get the sound effects. Yeah. And, and you were back to circling. And then playoff time came. Yeah. And it was, uh-oh, full-fledged Falcon all over again, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Full-fledged Falcon, full-fledged Eagle, full-fledged whatever bird of prey you'd like to pick mm-hmm, out, okay? Mm-hmm. You were ready. And then it was, ah, they just beat the Cardinals. Bah, the Cardinals. Pfft, Cardinals. Get out of here with the Cardinals. And then it was, oh, Tom Brady. Oh, they be-. Then finally when they beat your boyfriend, then you jumped up. After that, when you saw they were going to play your man, Okay, and your man's team was down, okay, and your man's team wasn't as good. You finally came through. Now, again, (laughs) again, better late than never. That's how I like to look Mm -hmm. at this, okay? Mm -hmm. But if you're going to, you know, you can't get mad at Christopher for getting down on you. Now, I am more disappointed in the original Bird of Prey. Ah, 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 
Mason, that was actually his nickname at one point at this station, the Bird of Prey, okay, who completely abandoned his own quarterback. This wasn't your team. You were just trying to be objective, okay? Now, I wouldn't agree, but you were being objective. This is what you truly felt. Mason was an emotional wreck and let that emotion overtake him. And I was so disappointed in him. And yes, he can have his moment in the sun now, but let it be known, Steve Mason, I will not forget that you, even you, Part of the Ramley, Section 230, whatever the hell it's called, uh, you know, used to be Section Section 6 in the Coliseum. You turned on, on Matthew Stafford. Just letting people know where to keep score on your scorecards as you're keeping score at home. Well, I am. That was, I mean, first of all, between the, the birds and not just not just the way the birds are up in the trees talking to each other. Right. When they start to make moves and they go in for the carcass. Right. Really, really, really well done. So let me let me say something here today, ladies Mm -hmm. and gentlemen. It is true what George Sedano said. I was a doubter of Matthew Stafford. Mm -hmm. That is true. Yes. I was not sold on the Vaughn Miller trade at the beginning. And it wasn't because of what they gave up. It just wasn't. I wasn't sure what Vaughn Miller still was because I frankly wasn't paying that much attention to the Broncos. But I was looking at the numbers. Success early, not so much lately. Ankle injury, stories of like, you know, teammate issues. I'm not sure what we're getting here in Vaughn Miller. And then Odell Beckham. Well, I admittedly thought Odell Beckham, he's a diva, he's selfish, it's him, it's not them. Why is his boy Jarvis Landry not jumping to his defense if it's if it's everybody else's fault? So I had a, a misperception, because let me tell you something. Odell Beckham, George, has been professional he's been what i can as far as i can tell a good teammate who's liked by everybody on the team seems that way and he seems to really really care which is not what i expected because i had a different perception so it is 100 percent true i doubted stafford is the job done yet it is not. Oh, there we go. Moving the goalpost one last time. That's All a veteran I'm, savvy move by you. Thank you. All I'm saying is the job is he knows it. McVay knows it. Stan Kroenke knows it. Everybody in the organization knows it. The job was get here and win it. And, and now that you had this opportunity to have the NFC Championship game in your home when you never expected that going into the playoffs and to write the story of coming back against a team that had owned you and then finding a way to win. Aaron Donald on the sidelines going off and then all of a sudden the defense coming to life. Matthew Stafford leading the way. But the job is not done. Can we agree? I right. we're getting there. I God, mean, you were the one dramatic. that said a couple weeks ago when I said, "Hey, if yeah. they get to the and if they get to the Super Bowl, like, are you satisfied with his, you know, his his season at that point?" And you said yes. Yeah, so now no, it's I job not him. done. I mean, technically, job not done. But yeah. I mean, you know, but hey, which listen, is it for for Matthew Stafford? I'm happy for the guy. You know, um, questioning him because he played on a bad team and racked right. up Hall of Fame stats. Yeah. I've, I mean, I think he's a very likable guy. Yeah, I like that his wife is out there on, you know, in the in the public eye doing. Right, let, let me ask you this. Yeah, let me ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. Did the blueprint work for the Rams? Going all in, forgetting about draft picks, just like going 
all in, pushing all the chips into the table. And even when you didn't think they had more chips, all of a sudden Les Snead found some more like in his sock and threw them on the table. If you're asking me, has it worked? I will tell you, I'll give you the answer after we get done with some traffic. What do you think about that? Okay, let, let's do that. We will do that on the other side because I think that the blueprint is there, and I will let you answer that. Plus, Andrew Whitworth is supposed to join us perhaps in the next segment, probably there or 430. So you're just going to have to stay tuned for that, the uh, Pro Bowl left tackle for your Los Angeles Rams. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Cap. Yeah. Now it out. Lindsay. Outside of Michael Jackson, okay, because like he's the automatic answer to this question. Outside of Michael Jackson, let me know when Andrew Whitworth is there. Outside of Michael Jackson, is there a, a artist from a boy band that has gone on to bigger uh, like stardom as a solo artist than Justin Timberlake, not named Michael Jackson? Ricky no. Martin. But it's Ricky it's Martin not, is a good one. That is no, a good one. No, actually. no, 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 no. I, listen. What do you mean? No, 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 no. He no, is. No, no. no, he's not. Look, Justin Timberlake became a solo singer, uh, uh, an actor in movies, uh, occasional comedian, dancer, producer, etc. I mean, when you put the whole package together, my money's on JT. I mean, when you were living La Vida Loca. Uh, there were a lot of people there, man. That song was as catchy a song as there ever, as like there was in I that, love era. that song. I love yeah. that song. What yeah. about, what about, um, George Michael? He was in Wham. Stop it. Please. But that's not a boy band. Stop I don't, it. I don't classify Come them on. as a boy band. Come on. They weren't like, like kids, you know, they were adults. Come on, so. baseball. Yeah. It's still, I think it's still, yeah. I mean, Michael Jackson is clearly the answer, but after that, it may be, uh, it may be T Lake. Well, you know, you're asking questions today, and I like that, George. I'm a questions guy. Yeah. You, you asked the question. I know Andrew Whitworth's going to join us here in a second. Did the Rams formula work, George? You say yes? Uh, I say yeah. You're at the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> the, the formula worked. Now it's a one-game scenario, and a lot of crazy stuff can happen in a one-game scenario. Okay. So here's my answer. Did it work? Matthew Stafford getting Vaughn Miller during the season the addition of Odell Beckham, Eric Weddle at the very end, did it work? The obvious football answer is, of course it worked. And by the way, it worked whether they win or they don't win the Super Bowl. Here's where it really worked from a business standpoint. Mm -hmm. Because we talk all the time about, you know, yesterday, talked about it, I heard everybody talking, the, the, the 49er fans have taken over SoFi again. From a business standpoint, the Rams are in the Super Bowl in SoFi Stadium in the first real year of fans. That's where they're going to win outside of football. The, the world of business, corporate business in L.A. A being a global brand is what you're saying. That is precisely what I am saying. Mm -hmm. Because winning, again, did it work? 
The goal was get to the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. It actually worked. Mm-hmm. It worked. We, we, we traded Goff. We got Stafford. In the middle of the year, we needed more pass rushing help. We got freaking Vaughn Miller. Right. And then we got Odell Beckham, who was a luxury item at the time. But then Robert Woods got hurt. We needed him. And by the way, he's been great. And then at the very end, when we had problems in the secondary, we pulled Eric Weddle off like the rec basketball courts. Yeah, he's still in shape, but come on, play football in the playoffs? Two years removed? Unbelievable. Incredible story. It is an incredible story, and we'll talk more about it with Andrew Whitworth, uh, the left tackle for your Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Andrew, before we get into some football stuff with you, um, I I am curious because we are all, you know, you and I are within a few years of each other as far as age range. If I went into your phone right now, and whether I pulled up Apple Music or whatever it is you listen to to music, what is the most shameful admission you have as far as a song that you like and have on your phone? Oh, man. That's a good question. Um, I mean, probably having a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old daughter. I, I've got a pretty good collection of Disney princess music. <laughs> and, um, you know, all the current female singing artists you know, in the last five to six years that are probably 15, 20 years younger than me. So I I got a good collection of all of them for sure. Okay, so the reason I bring that up is we were just talking about Justin Timberlake because it's his birthday today. And I say that outside of Michael Jackson, okay, that there's never been a uh, a solo artist to come from a boy band that has had as much success as Justin Timberlake sans Michael Jackson because he's in his own class, right, when it comes to that stuff. Right. So – were you were you a T Lake guy? Were you an N Sync guy at any point? Oh, yeah. were, okay, let me hear about this. Uh, not really an N Sync guy. I was a little more Timberlake solo dolo. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't like an N Sync guy. I liked him when he kind of separated. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Well, hey, since we started off this way, Andrew, let's um, let's let me get your opinion on something else. Did you see uh, the LSU head coach Brian Kelly this weekend? You see that dance video making its way around the internet? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> you sound disappointed. What did you think? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I guess I'm old enough now that uh, those days have, have passed me up for understanding the whole recruiting process and, and that whole thing. So, I, uh, you know, if that's what you have to do to get recruits, man, Lord help us. But. You know, got to do what you got to do, I guess. So it, it's funny you mentioned that because we had, um, w- you know, we've had Sean on the show a bunch of times, but we had Raheem on when he first came on uh, this, you know, during the preseason. And I asked him because he, obviously he's, you know, he goes way back with Sean. So I asked him, like, what's the thing about Sean we'd be surprised by? And it's funny. I'm going to bring this all together. He says, this dude can dance better than Justin Timberlake. And I'm like, get out of here. I don't buy that for a second. So when we asked Sean, he says he needs like a vodka soda no, to do two. that. Can, he needs two. Oh, two. He did say two. Correct. Do, do you, have you seen said dancing before? Or if not, do you anticipate perhaps that could be the case if you do win? Uh, I, w- I would confirm that uh, he is a really good dancer, and uh, you know I, I, I really hope that we get a chance to see it in a couple weeks. All right, all right, Andrew Whitworth. It is uh, it's great to have you on today, man. Congratulations on what went down yesterday. Um, I- I'm just curious, like from where we started the season, training camp, UC Irvine. Everybody's story was Matthew Stafford, different than Jared Goff. Everybody was asking you guys about it. We're at the end of the season now. 
what's your analysis? What do, what do you say after playing with the guy for a year? What's what's special about Stafford? I mean, you know, honestly, just a more of a confirmation of a lot of things you thought from afar. I mean, watching this guy play, just what a pro he was, and, and really just his ability to deliver the football in Detroit, and, and you watched him on tape, and then fight through injuries, and when he gets hit, you know, just kind of see a guy that just does nothing but compete. I think putting him in this scenario and, and having the team he's had to compete with this year, uh, it's only shown, you know, how much talent he has and really how special of a quarterback he is, and He's a, you know, you always heard what a tremendous leader he was, and he's been nothing short of that all season. Uh, it's been really special to watch him do his thing and, and uh, get to be a part of it. What about the relationship with him and Sean, right? Because we know how involved Sean is with the offense. Um, what have you seen from Sean uh, that maybe showed some growth from Sean, right? Like you've been there since day one with him, right, as a coach, where, where maybe he's been more hands-off or maybe he's been more hands-on. Like what's different about Sean and his relationship with your offense? Um, you know, I think, you know, he's continuing to grow as a coach and as a leader and everything else. And I think with Matthew and him, it's, you know, it's somebody I feel like kind of a peer. They, they're similar age. Um, you don't you think of the relationship a little more of, you know, we're both kind of in this and we kind of see things the same. And you can just feel that uh, they have a great relationship because of, like, they kind of both see balls similar ways sometimes and, and they can discuss plays and then sometimes disagree. And Matthew has played enough and been around enough that he may have a certain way he wants to do things, you know. And so there's an ownership there by both of them to trust each other and, and that relationship's done nothing to grow and, I think it's uh, something that you're seeing their trust grow and grow and, and relying on each other to put in their own input and how they think things should work with a play or a formation or how we should do something. And I think that's just uh, continued to grow, and it's part of the success that we've really felt over the last, you know, really eight to nine weeks of the season is really that bond to them just getting better and better and, and really being on the same page. Yeah, really cool, man. Again, the you know, where you guys started, where you are right now. But do you realize that yesterday – was one year to the day that the Rams announced that the Stafford deal was going down. Did you realize that yesterday was one year? Uh, I did. You did? Um, because yeah, somebody had uh, reached out to me in the week and kind of brought it up. Yeah, and the reason I ask that is because for all the talk about how Sean and Matthew just happened to be at the same place in Cabo at the same time, ooh, just coincidence, weren't you like part of all of this too? Weren't you there? Weren't you kind of one of the, the people who kind of helped put all this together? Well, I was actually Sean and I were on vacations with our families and, and we're together down there. So that was uh why we were down there. That was our little trip after the season that we usually always took together and uh so we were down there hanging out and uh kind of spending time together at the end of the season. So yeah, we were all down there together and I had uh you know, known Matthew over the years, I had a teammate that played with him in college and um, you know, we just kinda had a good relationship and so yeah, we ended up bonding, and, and things actually ended up going down while we were down there, and, and a whole lot faster than anybody really expected. And uh, now we're where we are today. Amazing. All right, do you have a, an embarrassing story about your coach? As you know, we as you clearly have seen by now, we love to kind of embarrass him, and it's kind of why he sort of likes coming on the show because we don't actually ask him a ton of football questions, um, and we get to just have fun with him. But give me like something from that Cabo trip that we can make fun of him with when he comes on in a couple of days. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't give up Cabo details, you know. Uh, oh, is know, that like Vegas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've been there too. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know uh, I, 
I got you know you got to remember, guys. He's still my boss, so you got to give me maybe like two more weeks. Okay. And in about two and a half weeks, I'll come on and I'll just I'll spill it all, right? Okay. I'll, let okay. You, I'll get you guys all the. You know, he'll have to plead with me not to give up all the secrets. Okay. Okay. Wait a second. All the, all there's the two good, and a half all weeks. All the good videos I got of him. You know, I got. I'm, I'm ready. Don't worry. Okay. Does two and a half weeks mean after the Super Bowl when he's not your boss any longer? Does that mean is are you going to retire after the Super Bowl? You know, I mean, it looks that way. We'll see. I mean, obviously, you, you, you'll take time after the season. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like um, I've kind of entered a point in my career where that's something you're thinking about seriously. And, and uh, I think for the last couple of years, it's been kind of a, hey, you know, you don't know what you're going to do. But like I said, before the season started, it felt like this would be it. And um, it still kind of feels that way. And I don't really know. We'll sit down after the season and see if there's any reason we feel like uh, we want to keep doing this thing and make a decision from there. How does Mrs. Whitworth, uh, you know, Melissa, who uh, obviously did a great job trying to help protect the uh, the home field advantage uh, this past week, and, and the girls feel about that? Well, I think my whole crew, um, they're up for whatever I'm up for. Um, we all ride together no matter what. And, uh, you know, but so we'll sit down as a family. We'll talk about it. We'll let the boys, the girls, mama, everybody have their input, and um, we'll, we'll make a family decision. And, I think uh, let everybody kind of weigh in on it. But it's one of those things that uh, all of us are ready for either scenario. So we'll, we'll see how things go when the season ends and see what the next path is. All right, so so here's the deal. In two and a half weeks, after you've done celebrating and, and all that, maybe there's a Cabo and Vegas trip after that, you need to come on to spill the beans. Is that a deal? Yeah, yeah. You, you'll give me enough time to make Sean negotiate with me with what I can spill. You know? ah. so. Well, wait, wait. Before you go, though, are we going to have beef yeah. with, with us and, and Staley from San Francisco for the stuff he said about your wife on Twitter? Are we going to have to get down or what? Are we going to have to throw some hands I mean, I'll, I'll take oh, him out no. for we're, you if you we're want. We're good. We've, okay. uh, we've talked already today. Everything's great. We, uh, we, we have a clear understanding of everything, and, and uh, we're all that kind of got confused and mixed up and maybe, you know, could have been done better by everybody. So we're all good. Okay. Well, that that's good to hear because, you know, we were ready to – I mean, we'd have to probably use like foreign, you know, objects like chairs and stuff for Dude, us. I'd be way just, behind you, man. Oh, I'd be like, no, kick his no. ass, me man. And, me and Joe have—we've uh, yeah. always respected each other from far and, and had a yeah. great relationship. And this okay. was just a, yeah. you know, one of those things. Yeah. All these, these division robberies, these things that get passionate, and you right. sometimes get ahead of yourself. And so, yeah. uh, you know, it is what it is, and we figured right. it out, and all's good. Yeah, well, good because again, you guys are like six, seven, three hundred and like thirty pounds. We, you know, I weigh like a buck eighty. You know what I mean? So that was pro- I was going to need like a chair to back you up, but I was willing to do it, and yeah, so I'm was Cap. No, yeah, I'll be back so over you know. here if you need right, me. So. Just let me know if you need. We me had to your back, anything. Whitworth. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, hold your watch or something, dude. Well, listen, two and a half weeks. I'm gonna se- I'm gonna send Sean a message and say you got two and a half weeks. I know you're planning for a big game, but the beans are going to be spilled, so you better start dealing with Whitworth now. I'm just going to, I'm going to send that his way, lob it his way, and then you, know, you can start your deal with him. There we go. Exactly. We'll see what happens. All right, man. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you so much for making time for us yeah. and putting up with our nonsense, man. Yeah, way appreciate to go, it. Big wit. Way to go, man. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thank you all. You got to take Good care. Appearance. There he is. It's a solid and- appearance by Whitworth, don't you think? Uh, yeah, it was great. Very good. Talked about a lot of different I stuff. I like how you got very chummy with him at the end by calling him wit. Big wit. No, no, no. Not wit. Big wit. Yeah. You're, Big you're, wit. I felt that's like you, now, though. You're extra chummy. You're yeah, always no, no. so extra yeah. chummy. Now we have a relationship, I feel like. Right. Yes. You yeah. know? Now you're boys. You and him. Now I think we're pretty tight. Uh, do you think you're going to get invited to the Cabo uh, trip or the Vegas trips or not? I don't know, but here's the thing. 
um, you can probably do the math, you know, and if you figure the Super Bowl ends on this day, the 13th, the following weekend, assume they're there, let's go. Let's just go and take the chance. We'll hang All out. Right. All right. So, Witt is ready. Are the Rams ready? They, they, I'm sure they will be, but don't sleep on the Bengals. Let's get into that coming up next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ah, oh, it's good jam. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't really remember the Red Hot Chili Peppers version, if I'm being honest. And I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're like in my top five bands of all time. Who are those top five bands? Pearl Jam. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Foo Fighters are kind of like receiving a vote. Wait, well, how did you just you said top five, and yeah. now you're giving me receiving votes? Well, You've only I mean, mentioned I don't two. Have like, a, like it's not like something I walk around every day. And I, go, I mean, hey, I don't know. Way, I mean, if they were my five. five favorite bands, I would know. All right, well, you know, who are your five favorite bands? I'm just, I don't, I didn't have that conversation, but well, I mean, I. I just said something for hyperbole's sake. And <laughs> love, you don't have I any. love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and they are. If you, if you nailed, them I just down, love. I, I also love making you squirm. I love making you squirm, dude. Mm. Like I think it's kind of funny. You're like, wait a second, I wasn't prepared for a follow up here. Oh, I that, but that's you. It's why I love. It's why we love you, right? Like I love you. We love you because you say these things with such bravado, right? Yeah, and yeah. such force. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're not Chili Peppers. One of my top five bands. Yeah, but and I I'm like, all right. I don't, where I don't are those other version. five bands? Like, who are the other four? And you're like, oh. uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah, that's Red right. Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. oh, I already mentioned those. Uh, Foo yeah. Fighters. They're on like also receiving votes, although I still right. haven't said the other three bands. Right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, you nailed me down, you know? Yeah, I, I didn't have I wasn't prepared with my top five bands. But I mean, I'll tell you this right now. Yeah. If I really put some thought into it, yeah. Red Hot's staying in there. Okay. What no about like Metallica? About Is Metallica no, in your no, top no, five? Metallica's not in my top five. Okay. I like Metallica very much. Is there like a hairspray band in your top five? Like Molly um, Crew or Poison like a, or something? Like a, a Van Halen, you know? Okay, there you go. That's right. Sammy Hagar, Van Halen, right? right? But but I but overall the full body of work. I'll take Eddie throughout the entire okay. trip. Yeah. All right, so there we go. We got three now. Yeah. Now we need two more. What about Creed? Creed's no, no, got to be on no, there for you, right? No, no. I, no. Now, Lindsay, I do <laughs> like Creed. I, you know I like Creed. With arms wide open. Or 
I created my own prison. I don't know that one. Yeah, that's yeah. created my own prison. That's a really good one. Yeah, you just got to, the, the word prison gets extended, you know. Yeah. I created my own prison. See? Yeah. All right. So not Creed. So we still have two more bands. No? Yeah. I throw the Grateful Dead in there. I, oh, you know, look at you. Yeah. Over the years, I, I really got into Grateful Dead. You Do know, you go um, watch their like traveling band or whatever? I've they seen call- John Mayer, I think, three or four times. And I, I what love is the John name Mayer of that band. traveling band, though? It's called something else. It's called like Dead and Company. Dead and Company. That's right. it. Yes. 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 So I like I mean, listen, I, I love what what John Mayer has brought to that band. So it's one of my top five right now. Yeah. And you know I'm who's a big for a Dead fifth. and Company fan. Pardon George R.R. R. Martin. Do you know who that is? No, tell me. George R.R. R. Martin's the guy who wrote Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah. Likes Dead and Company, doesn't like The Grateful Dead. I mean, I'm sure he loves The Grateful Dead as well, but I know people always tweet and uh, post pictures on Instagram of him at these uh, Dead and Company uh, concerts. They're great concerts. Yeah. All right, so there you go. One more. Who do I have so far? I've got... Uh... <laughs> I mean, I got Pearl, Pearl Jam, Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? Um, Dead and Company, and then there yeah. was one more I missed. I don't know who. It I don't was. know. Oh, either. it was another old band. But anyway, go ahead. You got one more. I got one more. Yeah. Anybody got a suggestion for my top five? Who no, was Nickelback. You like Nickelback. not Nickelback? Oh. You're like a Nickelback guy. No, though. not Nickelback. Not Creed. Not Nickelback. No. No, I feel not. like you loved those bands, though. Like, you had, like, a Scott Stapp hairstyle. There's a few of those songs <laughs> from those bands that yeah. if they come on, I will freaking jam. Yeah. Okay. Sugar Ray. Sugar I Ray, please. I just want to fly. <laughs> oh, Sugar Put Ray. Put your arms around me, baby. Put your arms around me, baby. Yeah, no disrespect, Sugar Ray. I know you're driving around chilling today because all you want to hear about is the Rams. But right now we're talking about top Doesn't five Sugar bands. Doesn't Sugar Ray work on, like, Extra or Access Hollywood or one of those shows? Something like that. Yeah, I think he's like a... His a name, by the way, his name is not Sugar Ray. The band is Mark Sugar McGrath. Ray. Mark yeah. McGrath, oh, really? yes. Oh, I always <laughs> thought his name was Sugar Ray. <laughs> 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 That's what I thought. All right. How about we'll let you think about the yeah, other, yeah, the other band. More time. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. I don't know. We've already lost track. Enough yeah. track. And we were already late because you kept asking. You asked Andrew Whitworth about his his beef that wasn't a beef. Well, I wanted to know. And as it turns out, he just told us that they squelched that beef today. Little did anybody know. We're like Adam Schefter right now. Breaking news. Kinda. Yeah. So he might sort retire. Of. Right. So our breaking news is. Yeah, it's leaning that way, but you never know. Like right. kind of thing. And it's also, hey, me and Staley are now cool. Right, there's that. There's two things. We, we got two pieces of news there. Um, so anyhow, we can't sleep on the Bengals, by the way, right? Like, do you realize, like, the Bengals are legit? Like, I know that people look at the Bengals, and it's what makes the sport so great. The Bengals have been a punchline, right, for the majority of their history. And they are in the Super Bowl, but they are a legit team. Like, they have done stuff that very few teams in the history of the sport have been able to accomplish. Like, all three of the Bengals' wins, Cap, Mm -hmm, I don't know if you knew this, in the postseason have come in one-score games, okay? Okay. That is tied for the most in a single postseason in NFL history. Okay, so they play close games. Okay, gotcha. Here are the other teams, by the way. Wait, wait, there's more to this. Yeah, tell me. So, do you want to know what all the other teams that have done that previously have in common? Tell me they've all won the Super Bowl. They have all won the Super Bowl. The 2010 Packers. The 20, two, uh, 2007 Giants, the 2001 Patriots, the 1997 Broncos, and the 1972 Dolphins. So don't sleep on Zach Taylor, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, and the Bengals. Yeah, you're right. I mean, look, 
Cincinnati went into Arrowhead, and there was Andy Reid, and there was Patrick Mahomes, and Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey, and there was this raucous crowd. And then there was this ridiculous halftime show that most of us had to watch, which we probably all loved because it was a train wreck. We'll talk about it. But they went into Arrowhead, and they were down big. And most of us probably thought they were done. And then at halftime, just before half, when, oh, when Kansas dude, City doesn't score. My chat, my, um, my group chat, yeah. all, all of them, we're all like, ah, oh, this game's over. I'm going to go right. run errands. I'm right. going to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, so, so when Kansas City doesn't score, I tweeted, as if anybody cares, I tweeted, did they just get greedy? Because they should have taken the three points, and it came back and it haunted them. And Joe Burrow in his second year, George, to have this kid hurt his first year, come back and play the way he does this year, this young man, Jamar Chase, also unbelievable, only a rookie, this young coach who's in his third year coaching, and he went from quarterback coach of the Rams to head coach of the Bengals. You cannot sleep on these guys. I think it's the better matchup for the Rams, and I think they have a better chance of winning because they're playing the Bengals, but yet you cannot sleep on them. No, absolutely not, dude. Like, they are legitimately good. Like, they beat, they had the biggest upset of the entire playoffs multiple times now. Playoffs? Right? They beat the one seed. Mm-hmm. Well, they beat the Raiders. Mm-hmm. That wasn't an upset. They were favored. But they beat the one seed after that on the road. Right. And then they went to Kansas City, to your point, and won on the road right. against the guy that we've already, not you and me necessarily, but a lot, I mean, I mean, we're probably included there. Right? Everyone's, like, labeled, like, this is the next guy in, uh, in Patrick Mahomes, and they were able to figure him out in the second half. You just said something really, really interesting that I don't even know if you realize what you said. Because until you said it, I didn't realize it. They're the road warriors of these playoffs, the Cincinnati Bengals. Whereas the Rams are the home team throughout. They were they were they had a, a game against Arizona in the first round. They traveled and beat Tampa on the road, but they played the NFC title game in their well, on their home field, and they're gonna play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. So it this really is about the comforts of home versus the ability to win on the road. Wow, George. Nice job. I don't even think you realized you did it. Nice job. Phenomenal. Outstanding. By the way, we are yeah. giving away a chance to win tickets to the big game. 710 ESPN has your tickets to see the Rams play for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour for your Rams super sounder. Uh, <clears throat> here's a uh, little secret. It's going to be in the commercial breaks, okay? Uh, when you hear it, be caller number 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you can qualify, not win yet, qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game at SoFi Stadium. We're going to qualify a bunch of people over the next two weeks, basically, and then we're going to announce one winner here on this show. By the way, it's all the shows that are doing it. Ourself, uh, Mason in Ireland, Travis and Sliwa are qualifying people, and then the winner will be announced on this show uh, before the game. Uh, it's Rams. Super ticket giveaway from the home of the NFC, NFC champion, LA Rams, 710 ESPN. All right, coming up next, two things. How improbable was that Rams win? I'll tell you how improbable it was. And are Raider fans really satisfied with their new coach? All that coming up in just a moment. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, oh yeah. studio. That's a jam right there. Love this song. We were talking about Phil Collins recently, weren't we? And and you mentioned like he had that little squiggly thing in the front of his head, right? That little haired thing. Yeah, we talked about him because there was like an anniversary of something he did recently, and we we were having a conversation about yes, about the the hair. And it made me really self conscious that conversation. You know why? Because I had like this little kind of Eddie Munsterish kind of widow's peak thing happening in my the middle of my forehead. You know. So I go to my girl last week. We were off. We had a couple of days off. I go to my girl because, I mean, she had to do real work, you know. She had to wax my nostrils, as you know, George. Oh, for the love. Cut my hair. Yeah. And color it because, honestly, it was just ridiculously gray. Mm-hmm. And I just, none of the ladies in my life were loving it at all, you know. Yeah. So I got the cut, the color, the nostril wax. And by none of the ladies in your life, you're talking about Rachel and your daughters. Correct. Okay. That is right. Where was I going? What about this? the dog? Is the dog a female? Or no, the a, dog or? is male. The oh, dog okay. is male. Okay. Yeah, dog is male. Where was I? Oh, oh, so here's what happened. Sue right. Studio? So, no, right. So thank you. So I, I say to her, I go, listen, you see this little widow's peak thing here in the front of my forehead? She yeah. goes, yeah. I go, we got to get rid of this. So she cuts it down, and then she brings over the wax. The same wax that she uses for my nostrils, she yeah. brings it over for my forehead. Oh, and so she, she didn't just shave it off? She wanted to wax it to pull it from the root. Correct. Thank you for understanding. Well... Yeah. As it turns out, she she rips it off, right? Rips it right off. Ah, she rips it off, and she ripped off like too deep into my scalp. So she rips off your head, basically. Right, right. So now, not only is the widow's peak Eddie Munster, Phil Collins thing gone, but you're bleeding. I'm, but I'm like Simon and Garfunkel all of a sudden. I got like my my I got a five head number one, <laughs> and and my hairline is like six inches behind where it used to be. <laughs> Nice cut, great color. Oh, it's funny. But you took half my scalp away. That is funny. I'm actually looking at your Instagram video. I see that you, you did you purposely move more hair to the front? Yeah. Yes. You yeah. see? Yeah. You, so you noticed I that noticed it now that you said it cuz I'm looking at your Instagram video after the game yesterday and I I I noticed that there's like like four little scraggly hairs that you've pushed onto your right. forehead. Look. Did you do that on purpose? Yeah, <laughs> if you look underneath those scraggly hairs, I'm like six <laughs> inches behind where I used to be. My hairline, look at it. Now, like, it's a nice color, don't you think, George? We have the same color hair now, you and me. It, it is a nice color, yes. It is a nice color. I'm going to look to the rest of your... Um... When did you do this on the hair? This was last week. Okay, so I have to go back and check to see, like, what last week looked like. Yeah, it's embarrassing. You wear a lot of hats, so I can't always check, you know, check. Yeah. But I'll check. But I, I did some before and afters, too, of the pre-gray versus the now super jet black. Yeah. And then I've got a couple of pictures of me with, like, six. Hold on. Why didn't you have, like, one of Lauda's people, like, take care of your hair, bro? Um, Lauda, would your, per- your person wouldn't have, like, ripped his skin off, right? Mm-mm, she's good. Yeah, you see? She did my hair. Hello. Wait, is this the same woman that you had beef with when she wanted to cancel the appointment? No, that was Lindsay. Charge you? Oh, no, no. Lindsay had that, but then I had a situation with my facial person. 
So not the hair person. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. As long as the hair person's still cool. Oh, no, she's good. She's like, when am I retouching your hair? Because it needs retouching. I'm like, damn, yeah. girl, chill. Right. And then you can do the thing selfies. that you want to do, which is you want to imitate Laura on Instagram, and right. you do the thing that she does, right? Right, I want to do a selfie, and I want to say, what's up, y'all? Your girl just washed the hair, and that's right. me. Right, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or I like the way Laura does it. She'll go, yo. Your girl just washed her hair. No, I said it's wash day. It was wash day. Oh. Yeah, wash day. Hey, Laura. Uh, but I, George, I have one question for Laura, if you don't go mind. Ahead. Yeah, no, go right ahead. By the way, for since you got hurt uh, the other day yeah. uh, you know, with your hair, this portion of the show is presented by Lyman Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time. Oh, nice job. Yeah. So, Laura, um, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. So there's a lot of talk about how the Niner fans took over uh-huh. SoFi Stadium yesterday. Yes, okay. And I wasn't there, but I could hear it on TV. I mean, you could see it on TV, for God's Mm -hmm. sake. But I got to give the Ram fans credit, because during the championship ceremony, why did I say it that way? During the ceremony, (laughs) I could hear those Rams fans. Yeah. Because the Niner fans had left. Right? Well, and they, they did have one moment, right, at the end of the game when they made it really loud and there was a full, you know, uh, delay of game on the Niners, you know, all yeah. that stuff. So, yeah, there were some moments there. But, yeah. you see, you are representative of the issue. So the question comes down to this. Who? Laura or me? Yeah, Laura. Oh. Okay, because I can't be there. No, because you, oh. you haven't had a football Damn, team. Damn, so quick she got defensive <laughs> on you. You can't be messing with no Latina woman, boy. <laughs> like, she will Joe, put her bows up right at you. No, you you haven't had a football team right. in your life, right? and that that's a, I look. I've been getting even Briona's like I walked in with a you know Matthew Stafford jersey that I bought a while ago. I even right. told you guys, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, all of a sudden, blah blah." blah. I'm like, "Look, bro, we haven't had a team. I've had so many people come at me and call me all these things, and that's the reason why I didn't want to pick a team in the first place. Because I'm like, no matter what team I pick." It doesn't matter. I'm going to get hate for it. No, but because... you should rep the home team. Like, exactly. that's fine. But that's yeah. what I said. I said, if I'm going to pick a team and marry a team, yeah. first of all, I work for the station that represents that team. Correct. You know, I mean, that's kind of another added reason mm-hmm. to root for that team. And mm-hmm. yes, they are good. And but it's an LA engaged. team. But you were engaged. I got married last week, bro. Okay, Where okay. were you at? Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> right, here we go. Wonderful. I said it Wonderful. on air. Right. Who so, caught so, the buffet? Uh, the, the buffet. The uh, bouquet. <laughs> yeah. The Rams. Well, here's the thing. Who caught the bouquet? No say. They, no say. I mean, I just know I got the ring. Okay. Yeah. okay. But you see, this is the thing. You can tell me all day long about how Niner fans took over the stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you see, this is the win, George. Again, you asked the question earlier, did the formula work? This is the win. That someone like Laura, who's a life long Los Angelino right who didn't have a football team correct was was just sort of dipping her toe at the beginning yeah then they were dating then she kind of liked this guy and, and took the, the plunge week, right and now she's married yeah and that go. that people in five years 10 years and 20 years that's how this will change okay uh, that, I, I'm with you. I, I Again, it's a long game. You have to play the long game if mm-hmm. you're the Rams. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, all right, we didn't get to the Raiders. Do you have like a 30-second thought that we can expand upon in the next segment perhaps or in the next hour on Josh McDaniels? Because it seems like Raider fans aren't thrilled to have Josh McDaniels. Why should they be thrilled? I mean, tell me who's the best oh, Bill I, I Belichick think, uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, there's not. There's not one. They're I mean, like, Sean I McVay. think like the guy with the best winning percentage is like Al Groh or something like that. He's Dude, only coached George. 16 games. Think about this. Sean yeah. McVay is is hosting, essentially, the Super Bowl 
right. against a guy who three years ago was his quarterback's coach and falls from the McVay tree. These two right. guys, these two very young men. Yes, 36 and 38, right. Yeah. And then there's another guy in Green Bay that already that went uh, to the NFC Championship game last year, right? Right, so I think Raider fans are like, uh, Belichick tree? Josh McDaniels? Hmm. Not loving that. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't love it for the Raiders, i got to be honest with you. But I do think there's one... I guess uh, glimmer of hope is what I would say for Raider fans in regards to that. But we'll get to that on the other side. Plus, Matthew Stafford. All the mea culpas are coming his way. We'll do that coming up in just a moment. Stick around here on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 